Hey, it's Meatball. And Mark. And this is the Rocker Morning Show on demand from 107.7 RKR. Kalamazoo's Rock Station, 107.7 RKR, Rocker Morning Show with Meatball. And Mark Frankhouse, sponsored by Lake Effect. Catch us live at the grand opening of their Westage location, January 20th. How you doing, bro? I'm good. I'm glad to be back. Uh, Yesterday was an anomaly. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, that was weird. (laughs) I, uh, I, 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 I text you... And I, I had woke up with like this, I don't know, I just wasn't feeling feeling right. I had a really bad headache and just didn't feel good. Uh, I was running a slight temperature. And then about 30 minutes to an hour or so after I got off, you know, the, the text message from you, I like started having trouble breathing. I felt my chest felt real heavy. And I was like, oh, okay, this is, this is an allergy thing. Yeah. And I had uh, asthma when I was a kid. Um, that kind of carries over to when I do have, you know, allergic reactions sometimes to, to something in the air. Mm-hmm. Like it just, it turns into like an asthma attack basically. So took my Zyrtec, did my breathing exercises and it was, I, let me tell you, when I describe to people like how I deal with these allergy attacks, like, oh yeah, allergies completely knocked me out for the day. I had to take an inhaler, like that kind of stuff I should put on my dating profile. Yeah, I agree. I feel like that's, uh, um, that'll, that'll be a big draw. Yeah, I think so. And you're like, oh. He has trouble breathing outside. Cool. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, like once I got through it, I was okay. Like I start breathing okay. Yeah. Um, but like those things knock you. I don't know if you've ever had like a, a really gnarly allergy or asthma attack or anything like that. Not really. I've never had asthma or allergies. Yeah. But, but, the, I mean. but like they, they knock you on your ass, man. So like I was, you're exhausted because your whole body is basically fighting to breathe. Yeah. Um, so I, I slept most of the day yesterday. That's good. Yeah. That usually (laughs) helps a lot. Um, but like, while I was getting up and around, I did start watching, uh, some new stuff. I just got Apple TV. Oh, cool. Um, I just, actually, I got it about a month ago. I got through Ted Lasso, which is by far the best TV show ever made. (laughs) Like I will throw it out there as one of the best television programs that somebody has ever made. Um, and then, uh, I started watching this show called for all mankind. Okay. Um, the premise is essentially what if the Russians beat us to the moon and we continued the space program? Like it was still ongoing. That's interesting. So yeah. you ended up with like Apollos in the twenties and early thirties and we set up like moon bases huh. and stuff. It was, it's really, really good, man. It is so good. Um, but yeah, I've been, I've been binging on that. It's been, uh, it was, it was fun. So like I'm, I'm getting through those shows and. Feeling better today? I feel good. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, we're getting back on track, so. Yeah, yeah. What did you, you get up to yesterday? Anything crazy happen? Uh, not much. Just, I drove up to Grand Rapids yesterday afternoon, came back, and yeah, just visited a um, couple local shops up there, and you know, just hung out pretty much. Just yeah. held, held down the fort. Nice. So Very cool. Well, I yeah. appreciate that. I'm sorry I wasn't here yesterday, and uh, I got some I got some making up to do. We got some fun stuff <laughs> today. Um... Let's see what uh Daily Five trivia after seven o'clock. Again, we got those eggs that we're giving away. <laughs> I love it so much. And we we have to emphasize, please don't egg people's house, because now you're talking about, you know, basically a gold mine you're throwing at people's homes. <laughs> you're egging people's homes. Oh man. Uh twenty dollar gift certificate to Rocket Comics also with that. That's coming up after seven o'clock. Uh, Weird Ass Wednesday is coming up after 9 today, and I got a good one for you, man. Perfect. Um, This is going to touch on nostalgia, childhood, and just complete and utter outrage. (laughs) It is Wednesday. (laughs) 
Kalamazoo's Rock Station 107.7 RKR. Rock the Morning Show with me, Paul. And Mark Frankhouse, sponsored by Lake Effect. Catch us live at the grand opening of their Westridge location on January 20th. Uh, before we move forward, I want to give you an update on a national story that's developing right now. The FAA reporting issues uh, with their computer system. This is a full outage within their entire system. Um, a national outage. Uh, in their system. So at the moment, it looks like all flights in the country have been grounded. Uh, so no matter where you're flying out of or into in the U.S. right now, your flight has at the very least been delayed, uh, depending on how long this outage is, though it, it, it could be canceled if it goes much longer. Um, the system that's down, this is not like, you know, I don't think it's anything really to worry about. Um, it's just an outage in their in their communication system specifically, uh, this is one that communicates back and forth with the pilots uh, in their planes. So um, it, it doesn't allow them to get the right information to take off. So all flights in the air are totally fine. They're going to land no problem. It's getting the planes in the air that's the issue right now. So national outage uh, from the FAA right now. Just wanted to uh, keep you up to date on uh, that information. And uh, as we get more information, we'll uh, we'll continue to update you on that. All right, Mark. So, um I've learned since moving to Michigan the Youpers are yeah. a little bit of a different breed. I've come to accept that. But even this seems kind of crazy for something to do, period. Yeah. Um, I don't know how I missed this. Because over the summer, when I went to Iron River mm -hmm. in the Upper Peninsula, I drove right past this place when I was going to look at waterfalls. Oh, really? Did not even notice it. It's a place where you can go and eat and watch bears eat at the same time. Now, you're not like eating with the bears. I was going to say like do they like it's like an indoor outdoor situation where like you yeah. sit at the table on the indoor and then on the other side of the window they're sitting at a picnic table outside eating something? Yeah, it's in uh, uh Conteca and okay. it's uh it's a high it's a high tourist destination. It was maybe like 25 30 minutes from where I was at. I'm okay. so bummed. Uh but they've got tons bummed. of stuff. Yes. I'm bummed I didn't go, man. I would have loved my my brother told me about this place a while ago. They've got like lodging, food. They you could fill up your gas tank, DNR stickers, uh, eight lane bowling alleys, and a bar and a lounge, uh, convenience store, and they have a little diner that you can sit and eat and have lunch or dinner. And then outside of the bar, there's like this. It's obviously all fenced off and everything, right? But they'll put food out there, and Michigan black bears will just walk up and just chow down, so you can eat with black bears, pretty much. I, that doesn't encourage me at all to ever <laughs> get out of my vehicle in the UP. Period. Well, no. There's a video of this on uh, on the 107.7 RKR yeah, app that you can check out, and it's it's pretty sweet. Honestly, I would have loved to done it, but no. Yeah, no. That, I'm I'm actually really bummed. I, I would have really liked to this, actually do this and see this. The whole idea is to avoid bears. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, you're literally taught. We were taught by a survivalist not too long ago, Mark. I don't remember if you if you, if you you remember that interview of the guy who was literally nearly eaten by a bear. He told me what to do. Right. One of the things he said was definitely not throw food out them out to them. Well, nobody's throwing food. They're just, they're leaving food out there, but it's that's, not, nobody's in it. danger. Don't, don't give me semantics with leaving food and throwing food. It's the You need same to look thing. this up because you're just acting I'm, on instincts right now. I don't, like, I don't want to be around bears. I remember, ah. I remember as a kid, we went to, uh, Yellowstone National Park. Okay. And like, we, 
We drove through the park and I was all excited about seeing the bears and stuff. I think we maybe saw one or two black bears yeah. from a long ways away or something like that. And now, granted, when we did see the grizzlies, that's a, that's literally a whole different animal. And we were in a different park, too. We were in, like, Grizzly National Park or something yeah. like that. But when you finally see... Have you seen a bear that wasn't in a zoo? No. When you finally see a bear and it's not in a cage in a zoo or in an, in a, 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 an establishment, like in a zoo and in a paddock or whatever you want yeah. to call it, when it's just out in the open and wild... It totally changes your mind about how comfortable you are around a bear. <laughs> I, I will be honest. There was a couple of waterfalls that I was trekking in um, that were like in the middle of the woods that I had Yeesh. to like, I had to take the shoelace express to get to. And I will say that at, at some points I was like, okay, if there's a bear here, I'm going to have to. Like it was like in my mind the whole time. Yeah. Like, what if I run into a bear? Looks like Meatball's gonna be looking for a new morning show partner. Well, you had Scarlet with you too, right? Yeah, that's an easy little bear meal. Like, I hate to throw that out there, but yeah, <laughs> I'd be th throwing Scarlet over my shoulder. Run! Run! It's time to turn up your dials and tune out the traffic because we're playing the Daily Five. On the Rocker Morning Show, testing the mental magnitude of your favorite morning monkeys on the radio. And now, your hosts for the Daily Five, Meatball and Mark Frank House. It is the Daily Five where Mark and I ask each other questions. The other one answers. Uh, because I was gone yesterday, we're defaulting back to Mark asking the questions today. I'm answering. And we got some help on the line from Ryan. How are you, brother? I'm good. Cool, Ryan. All right, you and Meatball got to get three out of the five questions right for Meatball to get the point. Otherwise, we're going to tie it up here. So if you guys are ready, I'd say let's do this. Let's go. Spinning the wheel. Okay, question number one is just general knowledge. Okay. It's uh, Michigan-related. At U of M, they have what's called Michigan time. What is Michigan time? Is it classes ending 10 minutes early to get to your next class, 10 extra minutes to get to class, or 10 minutes of break time for long classes? Interesting. I know. Oh. So Certainly other colleges do this. Out 10 minutes early. Yep. Start 10 minutes late, basically. Yeah. Or an extra 10 minutes in the middle. Yeah, for long classes. Um, So I'm going to assume, because, you know, Michigan's kind of a, a wintry, snowy state. Yeah. You would want to allow that extra time. Um, I'm going to, I'm, I'm, Ryan, tell me if you feel different, but I'm kind of feeling like 10 minutes late. Is, is yeah, yeah. That's what I was thinking too. You know, especially winter time with the roads and just walking across campus through all the snow and ice and stuff. Yeah, I think I think Michigan time is going to be classes starting ten minutes late. It is extra time to get to class because yeah. the campus is right. so big. Oh, okay. That they that give too. you like a ten minute grace period. So if you show up ten minutes late, they don't really mark it. So. Yeah. All right. All right. That works nice. too. All right. Question. Question number two is in the category of sports. Okay. The first person to win an Olympic race was won by someone holding what occupation? Was it a chef, a cleric, or medicine man? 
Now, mind you, this took place in 776 B.C. <laughs> I was going to say, the first Olympics were a long time ago. Yeah. Um, so, chef, cleric, or medicine man? First one to, to medal or win? Like, flat to, out win? Yes, to rec- a recorded Olympic race. Chef, cleric, medicine man. Yeah. Cleric <sighs> is like a priest. Right. I think a medicine man would be the be a good choice. Yeah, doing a little voodoo magic on you to get you across <laughs> the finish line faster. Was there, any, was there any clerics back then? I don't know. It's seven. What did you say? Seven what BC? Seven seventy six. Seven seventy six BC. Um, I don't think Christianity had really hit Greece and Rome and that area yet. So, well, I don't. Cleric would have been like a. They would have had. They would have had the uh, the Greek gods then too. Oof. Um. I, I'm 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 feeling either cleric or medicine man, Ryan. I, I'll I'll defer to you on this one. Go with the medicine man. All right, medicine let's man. let's go with medicine man. Oh. It was actually a chef named Carubas. <laughs> oh. Yeah, Carubas was the chef. He was the he won the first ever Olympic race. Kind of crazy. He put together the perfect <laughs> diet to yeah. know how to eat all those clerics in a race. <laughs> Third question is in the category of science. The human brain can process as many as how many thoughts in a single day? A full day? In a full day. Oh, man. Is it 25,000, 40,000, or 70,000? 25, 40, or 70? Now, is this what it's capable of or what the average one does? It can process. Okay. Because we're talking like the average brain, like I'm going to say like 12 but <laughs> food, sleep, yeah, yeah. beer. Pretty basic stuff. Um, that sounds like a lot. Yeah, yeah. Depends on the day. Man, I want to, I feel like it's going to be on the high end. Like it's going to be one of those, like the expectations are really high. Right, Ryan? Yeah, I don't know. I think middle ground would probably be safe. Middle of the road. What's the, what's the middle one, Mark? 40,000. 40,000? 40, 40, yep. Yeah, I'm with Ryan. That sounds safe. Let's go. Let's go. Forty thousand. Seventy thousand thoughts can, can process in the human brain. It's pretty See, crazy. I think they're overly optimistic about what the human brain can do right now. <laughs> yeah, which humans are they using as examples? <laughs> that varies. Definitely not college frat boys like me. <laughs> Question number four in the category of nature. All right. On average, Americans throw away how many styrofoam cups every year? Oh, my gosh. We are still on the realm of big numbers here, fellas. 750 billion, 5 trillion, or 25 trillion. Oh, man. And that is too much regardless. Yeah. That's nonsense. I saw something the other day and it was it was showing the difference between like a million and a billion and the number was just like astonishing. Yep. As to like, you know, a million seconds is like a week or something like that and yeah. a billion seconds is like literally years. Yeah. So 750 billion with a B, 5 trillion or 25 trillion. I can't, god, trillion is such a massive number. Like 1 trillion is huge. Um, I don't think we're in the trillions, Ryan. What do you think? Yeah, I don't use many styrofoam cups anymore. So. Yeah. 
80 billion. You you don't really see a lot of places using the styrofoam cups as much anymore either. I think it's the would you 750 billion? That's that, correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go. Yeah, I'm feeling that one. As long as Ryan's on board with it, I'm feeling 750 billion. It was the high end. Can You're you kidding me. 25 uh, trillion. Unbelievable. Lord. We have a problem. It's all the, it's all the, uh, it's all the, the old dudes drinking coffee at like church before, you know, morning mass or whatever. Yeah, exactly. You know? <laughs> Those well, little tiny styrofoam cups. Unfortunately, we had a tie game, but oh this is gosh. for the uh, tiebreaker. All Very right. crucial. Food is the category. Oh, I should do okay here. <laughs> There are things called multi-grafted trees, and they can grow multiple fruits on the same tree at the same time. Okay. What is the most they've been able to grow at once? Six different kinds of fruits, eight different kinds of fruits, or 12 different kinds of fruits. Now, these are like, it's one tree that grows like lemons, apples, limes. Like, they're not blended. They're not like... Yeah, they're not like... Uh, blue lots or together. whatever. Yeah, they're okay. individual okay. fruits. So six, eight, or twelve, the most they've been able to grow mm. on a tree. Twelve seems high, but I've said that before. <laughs> so far, the high number's been the choice. I know, which means he's probably tr- no. <laughs> now I start playing the mind game. <laughs> <Not yet. laughs> um, I would assume when you when you like graft a tree like this, it has to be at least like similar fruits. So like lemons and limes, or. Um, you know, several different types of apples or something to that effect. Because I don't think you can grow, like, pears, lemons, and oranges on the same tree. Uh I would think more like the line of apples. Right. Apples. Now, does that, are we talking just like apples or can it be like Fuji apples, Granny Smith apples? Like, are those? These are different kinds of fruit. So it's just apple in that regard then. Okay. Um, you would, yeah, it would, you would have to have similar fruits on there because they have to be, you know, harvested or they would have to be like grown in similar conditions to other fruits like them. True. Six, eight, and 12. Is that what it was? That is what it was. I'm really feeling the low end of this actually, Ryan. Six. All right. I'll go with you. All right. Now, what, what were you saying? You thought it might be on the high end. You think it's 12? I don't know. Last couple ones were, so I think he's trying to make us choose the. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe we should go with the low one. I'm going to say low, but I will put it on the record that Ryan said the high end here. So if I get it wrong, and it's twelve, I'm going to say Ryan was right. I'm wrong, but I'm. I, I think I'm going to go with six, and I'm going to stick with that. Six is your okay. final answer. Six is the final answer. And you got two okay. points today, Meatball. Oh, so that goes towards the tiebreaker. Man. It is one to one, but you got the two questions today. So what, what fruits did they grow on the tree? Do you know? I am not sure. Actually, I just started looking this up. It's got to be like lemons, limes, oranges, something like that. Yeah, like peaches, apples. Yeah. Um, I don't think you're going to grow like, you know, strawberries, watermelons, like, and cherries on the same tree or anything. So yeah. watermelons aren't <laughs> grow on trees anyway. Yeah, this is really weird. I'm going to check this out this week. But either way, Ryan, thanks so much for ha- hanging out with us today. Yeah, man. congratulations, bro. Like, I, I I lost, but you get to win, man. All right, that's good. RKR Rocker Morning Show with me, Paul. And 
Mark Frakehouse, sponsored by Lake Effect. Catch us live at the grand opening of their Westerners location, January 20th. All right, so we got this call earlier. We were talking about uh, the Bears and the UP yeah. uh, at the uh, the restaurant where you can just, they feed them, and then you can feed yourself while they're feeding them and watch them, <laughs> which I think is the dumbest thing ever, and we got this call. In Newberry, there's a bear sanctuary. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. There's like 50 bears there. You can feed, feed them. No, Meatball. definitely would not. Would you like? I would like, to well, not, I would like to not feed those bears. <laughs> well, you feed them with apples, one's a big one, and then that's the area. Then you go into this other area where there's little cubs, and you feed them uh, honey. No, that bear's a bear. I'm See, not, they're no. They're vegan. They're vegan. No, that's <laughs> not, that's not how that works, Mark. That's not, no. Cause what you do is you put that's the right. honey, you put the honey on your hand to feed them and then they get, you know, your fingers in their mouth and they're like, mm-hmm. oh, what's this meaty tissue I'd like to sink my teeth into when I'm much larger? Just a, just uh, a stick. <laughs> Still, man, I just don't, a I don't, nibble. I don't want them anywhere near my fingers cause they're going to start getting some ideas when they get older and they're going to be like, oh, there's that meatball dude. He smelled amazing. Yeah. That's a cool place. No, listen, bears have survival instincts of finding their own food on their own. I don't need to help in that, and I don't want them anywhere near me. (laughs) I'm totally bringing bringing a bear into the studio. No, you're (laughs) not. If there's a bear in the studio, I'm moving back to Kansas. (laughs) Well, you just saw the video of the guy who, uh, the bear never wants to bleed, so he sleeps with his bear. No. Big ass grizzly. Yeah, yeah, the guy who, like, lives in a cabin with him? No. Absolutely not. No. Yeah, that that guy is insane. <laughs> All right, y'all, go visit Newberry. I will. Mark, you can, you, can, you can do that, Mark. I'm going to stay right here in the studio. I'm never opening the door again. <laughs> Thanks for calling. All right, brother. guys, have a great day. Keep Thanks, up rocking. Yeah, so we got that call. And, and I remember seeing the dude who sleeps with a grizzly bear. He lives with it. Yeah. He like has it in his home. Just Absolutely comes in, not. Cuddles him. No. Spoons him. No. That dude is certifiably insane. Yeah. Like I, 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 I see those videos of people who like reach through the bars at zoos, which that's the dumbest thing you could possibly do, and then they get yanked through. You know. That's like, just natural pan, selection, right there. Pandas. Like there was a woman trying to feed a panda bear in a zoo one time. Like the cuddliest, dumbest bear on the planet. Yep. And I have no problem saying that because I'm never going to get close enough to a panda for it to <laughs> attack me. This panda bear nearly ripped her arm off. I think she has major issues now after that. And yeah. and this place wants to attract bears. <laughs> no. That's great. No. Um, have you ever seen the movie The Great Outdoors? Love it. Yeah. Um, John Candy, Dan Aykroyd. Great movie. It's one of my absolute favorites from the 80s, early 90s. Hilarious. The bald-headed killer bear mm-hmm. in that movie... It like, there's a moment where it like traps these two little girls in its cave or something like that. I'm not okay with that. And I'm sure my thing with bears stems from that. (laughs) Probably just early trauma. That's, that movie inspired me that if I ever like end up in an outdoor situation or live in the woods somewhere, like I'm building a lamp out of a loaded rifle or shotgun and I'm putting it next to the door. Like, oh no, hey, look at this bear. It's just a lamp. Bam. And then I blow the bear, blow the butt off any bear. It comes near my place. No, thank you. No. The only kind of bear I want around me is that of the gummy variety. On demand now at the Rocker app. And more next. This is the Rocker Morning Show on Kalamazoo's Rock Station. 1077 RKR. 
Kalamazoo's Rock Station 1077 RKR Rock and Morning Show with me, Paul. And Mark Frank House, sponsored by Lake Effect. Catch us live at the grand opening of their Westonage location on January 20th. All right, so Mark, is there a serial killer on the loose in Chicago? Um, uh, I hope not. <laughs> A uh, little backstory on this. You can read about it on the Rocker app right now. Officials have now pulled two more bodies from the Lake Michigan uh, in the Chicago area. They did so in December. Um, and now people are starting to wonder about their safety around downtown Chicago. Aside from like the stereotypical stuff about violence in Chicago, which actually Chicago is not that bad. There's places around Chicago that are right. worse, right? But I guess these uh, bodies that they've been finding are different. Um in 2022 alone, nine bodies were pulled out of Lake Michigan, and now people think that it's a serial killer. Uh, there's a guy on TikTok, I think his name is Quano Dog, Quano Dag, um, who shared his theories about this. Huh. Um, he doesn't find it coincidental that they found all these bodies in, ch- in such a small area of Lake Michigan in such a short amount of time. But I guess there's also been some disappearances where like the bodies were found in the river. Um, and one commenter on this guy's TikTok said every year, this time of year, uh, since like the na- late 1990s, some young man leaving a bar in the early morning goes missing and then turns up in Lake Michigan. Okay. That's strange. Um, if you want to see the guy's theory that he talks about again, that's up on the article up on the rocker app right now. I have my own theories on this, but I'm, I'm curious okay. as to what you think about this. I don't know. Is it- I mean, how much how much evidence is there that like this is happening? Like, the, are these like new bodies? There, yeah. So they found. I think he said in the video ten in the last uh, several months. I guess um, he says in twenty twenty two, so that could span all twelve months. But like, uh, he makes it seem like they all happened in a pretty close area at a pretty close amount of time. The thing you'd have to break down is like. How did these people die? Mm-hmm. And like, that's that's just because the... they pull a body out of a lake doesn't mean that oh you got a serial killer, right? You got to examine how the person passed away. You got to get the coroner's heads up. And if you're like seeing, you know, murders like or someone who is killed and they're in a similar way, then mm-hmm. you can start, you know, talking. But it's like there could be yeah. a number of reasons that this happens. And there's not a lot of details, I guess, on the circumstances of these deaths. Like they're not saying that they were all killed in a similar fashion or anything like that they're just bodies turning up and there's not there's no specific details on how specifically they died they just turned up in the lake right exactly so i i have my thoughts on this i think it's incredibly difficult to be a serial killer today with you know all the technology used to find suspects like we were just talking about the guy in kalamazoo who was found through like facial wreck yeah uh you know tag readers and ring doorbells and there's dna evidence and forensic technology is like insanely good right now yeah so i i think it would be near impossible to be a serial killer in the u.s in the 21st century is it possible sure um but highly unlikely i think as for the thing about like you know happening around the same time every year you know some college kid turns up missing yeah like who's to say that they don't just like have a few too many drinks and you know fall into the river or try and go run out in the lake and and get washed in you know something like that that kind of dumb stuff doesn't just happen in chicago it happens all over the place mm-hmm. you know yeah so i don't, I don't I, know that I, that seems a little far stretched for me yeah i again i i need to see more of a correlation between yeah. you know 
Now, How did these people pass away? Are there probably bodies in Lake Michigan from like, you know, gangster body dumpings from like Al Capone days and stuff? Yeah, probably. Um, but we're not going to find them like in Lake Mead, you know, where it's, it's drying up right now. Right. You know, Lake Michigan is not going anywhere anytime soon. Um, but yeah, I, it's, it's, it's an interesting, it's an interesting topic. I mean, if you're a conspiracy theory kind of person, Sure. Have fun. You know, and, and enjoy whatever rabbit hole you go down. This is this is great for conspiracy theory people. Or, you know, if you're like a just a, I don't know, middle-aged white basic girl who listens to those true crime podcasts. I mean, this is right up your alley. Station <laughs> 1077RKR, Rock and Morning Show with me, Paul. And Mark Frickhouse, sponsored by Lake Effect. Catch us live at the grand opening of their Westage location on January 20th. Meatball, I... Uh, discovered that there are quite a few of Michigan historical markers outside of the state of Michigan. Really? Michiganders love their state a lot. <laughs> they all have Michigan maps on their cars. We love it so much. Michigan is outside the state. So there's a, a total of seven historical markers outside of the state of Michigan. Okay. As one would imagine, most of them are Civil War related. Sure. Um... The first time that I'd, I'd, I'd even found out about this, I was at the Stones River Battlefield in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Okay. And I was there in 2018, and I was walking, and I was, I was walking in the battlefield, and I looked up, and I saw a Michigan state marker, and I didn't think anything of it. Okay. And then I was like, wait a minute. I'm not in Michigan. I'm in Tennessee. What the heck is this? I had no idea. So this one is actually, it was the first... The one at Stones River was actually the first Michigan historical marker outside of Michigan. Okay. And that was erected right. in 1966. Okay. Did so, I see there's the birth of Kiwanis yes. in Indianapolis? Yes, the birth of Kiwanis in in uh, Indiana. Okay, yeah. And uh, Indianapolis, Indiana. And then um, Kiwanis International, um, Michigan issue, issued a charter to a group of uh, business and professional men organized the first Kiwanis Club on this site. So okay. it's Michiganders who were in Indianapolis who established Kiwanis. Oh, that's cool. Okay. There's the Michigan Light Artillery Regiment, Batteries F and G. Nice. That's at Richmond, Kentucky. Okay. There's the Michigan at Perryville in Perryville, Kentucky. Okay. And Michigan at Tebbs Bend in Campbellville, Kentucky. Gotcha. Okay. So, yeah, the Stones River National Battlefield, obviously in Tennessee, the Stonewall Regiment in Middletown, Maryland, and the Battle of Monterey Pass Michigan Cavalry Brigade at Waynesboro, Pennsylvania. So mostly Civil War related. Sure. But a lot of Michiganders were involved in this, in, in, in the Civil War. Um, but yeah, it just kind of blew me away that there were seven outside of the state. But when you look at how much history is down there uh -huh. in that area with the Civil War. I mean, there was a lot of Michiganers who answered the call back then. Sure. And Yeah, this um, is this is really interesting because, uh, like you said, a lot of these are, you know, Civil War, so they're going to be in Kentucky, Tennessee. Uh, the Kiwanis in Indiana, I think, is kind of a – it's it's one of the more unique locations. Maryland, uh, that's where you said the Stonewall Regiment um, yeah. one is – um, and then Pennsylvania for uh, for the Michigan Cavalry Brigade, Brigade there in Waynesboro. This is really really interesting. And the one it, the it's so this one is actually kind of cool. Um, the one at Stones uh, Stones River. Yeah. 
the, I was looking at this one, and it says this marker is dedicated to all the Michigan soldiers engaged in this great battle, to the 71 men who lost their lives and the six regiments who fought bravely for their country. Uh, in the 21st Michigan Infantry, um, 18 were killed, 89 were wounded, 36 missing. So they, there was soldiers from Flint, uh, 30 from Sturgis who were killed, 25 miss, missing. Wow. Uh, there was also 17 killed, 72 wounded from Jackson. And from Coldwater, there was one killed and two missing. So a lot of local soldiers at Stones River Battlefield. This is this is super interesting. It's it's incredible the impact that Michigan has outside of Michigan. And it's cool too. Like you visit these historic markers, you're learning Michigan history, US history, but you're also, you know, paying tribute to those who made the ultimate sacrifice really yeah, to, yeah. to keep the union holding. I like how Michigan is basically the uh, the Roman Empire of the United States. It's like, listen, we're going to we're going to make our mark in all these different places and leave our statues and stuff behind. Right. <laughs> exactly. This is really cool. No matter what part of the country you live in, you're going to learn about Michigan, damn it. <laughs> Out of the deepest corners and the darkest ends of this world. From the Michigan Dockman to Bigfoot, the melon heads of Allegan County and people from... Ohio. This is Weird as Wednesdays. <laughs> all right, so we've all seen Jurassic Park, right? Oh, yes. Um, it's one of mine. I think your favorite movies, too. It's one of the best movies ever made, right. really. Love dinosaurs. I always wanted to go to, you know, the Badlands of Montana. And actually, like, see a dig in progress. Yeah. I just, I love dinosaurs. But I love them being dead, too. Not living in the same time period as them. I'm fine with that. Uh, it's bad enough scientists are already trying to bring back woolly mammoths in Siberia. <laughs> like, that's kind of fine, okay? One, because it's in Siberia. And two, they're just hairy elephants. Okay. But dinosaurs, absolutely not. However, despite my feelings... On this topic, scientists can't help but ask, what if, and follow through, scientists have now manipulated chicken embryos nice. to grow snouts similar to those of dinosaurs by infusing dinosaur DNA into the chickens as they form. Uh, now, if you remember in Jurassic Park, they were using frog DNA yeah. to host the dinosaur DNA and grow the dinosaurs. But of course, we all know now Dinosaurs are descendants of mostly birds, not Correct. reptiles and amphibians. So, using chicken embryos is actually more accurate. And beneficial to the cause. Sure. Uh, <laughs> the scientists say their goal is not to bring dinosaurs back to life. Okay? They just want to understand the... There's their words. The molecular underpinnings of an important evolutionary transition. Okay? I'm always doing that, too. Right. It's just a little side project you got going. <laughs> they keep saying it over and over again. We're not trying to create chicken dinosaurs. I don't believe them. <laughs> I don't believe them. Me neither. Most notably, one of the dinosaur types they're messing around with for DNA, Velociraptors. Oh, that's like the most cuddly one. <laughs> cuddly with your internal organs. <laughs> Now, 
there's a series of six historical documents we know as Jurassic Park movies that lay out exactly why we shouldn't be doing this. But yet, here we are, plugging dino DNA in real life into chicken eggs. Which is just egregious. It's a waste of eggs right now, honestly. You know. Like, considering the price of them. Stupid. But I guess when you're when you're bringing back dinosaurs, you know, traditionally you just spare no expense. Kalamazoo's Rock Station 107.7 RKR Rock and Morning Show with me, Paul. And Mark Frankhouse, sponsored by Lake Effect. Catch us at the live grand opening of their Westridge location on January 20th. All right, so uh, we played some Metallica a little bit earlier. And if you've been paying attention this week, throughout the weekend, and really just looking all over the RKR website and on the Rocker app, you know that we are giving away this ultimate maximum Metallica M72 experience um, it's happening, and uh, you got your chance to win just this incredible package. Yeah, you and a friend could fly to Los Angeles. Two tickets to see Metallica's back-to-back shows on the 25th and 27th of August at SoFi Stadium. You're also going to get thrown in a hotel. Poor you for four <laughs> nights. <laughs> and we won't ha- physically throw you in there. You yes. can throw yourselves in there yes, when you get you there. you will be catapulted into luxury, <laughs> so to speak. $500, too, to spend while you're out there. So uh, each of these shows is going to be a completely different set list with completely different openers. They're also going to be playing some tracks off of 72 Seasons from their uh, 11th studio album that's out. So, the, yeah, the uh, the ultimate Metallica experience could be yours. Uh, the maximum Metallica M72 experience. All you need is the 107.7 RKR app. That's all you need. You can listen yep. today right after 10 o'clock, 2 p.m., 5 p.m., and then Uncle Joe Benson going to take care of you right after 8 o'clock with those code words, and then you just pop them into the, into the Rocker app. It's that simple. Very You're going to be in the running. Yep. So this Maximum Metallica M72 experience, it's all courtesy of Black & Recordings on 107.7 RKR and all powered by our friends at Ace Hardware of Plainwell and Dwajak. Just a note, too, I believe the uh, 72 Seasons album will be out Dope. by the time you go on this trip. So, you know, you get that album into your veins and then you go out to L.A. Oh, Do gosh, it. L.A. in August, SoFi Stadium, Two Nights of Metallica. Bummer. Oh, sounds terrible. If you want to take me with you, I wouldn't be mad. 